It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors Summer Sales Event. Get low as can be, APR, zero deposit, and finance arranged within four hours. There's never been a better time to get to Blackstone Motors, Dundalk, Drogheda, or Cavan. You're very welcome to Town Hill on this beautiful July afternoon. Yes, it's the start of the Town Summer Festival. Four evenings of wonderful racing and they're off this evening. It's 5.30, is it, Kevin? Yes, it's 5.30, the first race this evening. And how many races on the card? Eight. Eight races, eight races yes. Uh, Kevin Coleman is with me. He is the manager of Town Races. I'm also joined now by Jim Corcoran, who's the uh, chairman. And Michelle Howard is with us, who's the yard manager at Town. We're going to have a chat with all of them. If you want to get in touch with us on the show today, 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Or you can call in on 1850-715-958 or follow us across social media as well. Kevin, this must be grist to the mill for you. Last year, the unbelievable summer... Here you are again. Perfect racing weather. Can't believe it. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> we did need the, the rain last week, as it turned out, and we got it. So we didn't have to water last week, but we've been watering since about last Thursday. And um, it's working out. You know, we, we expected it anyway, this time mm. of the year. Um, you know, the, the the industry expects us to have the, the ground as, as best as yes. we can possibly have. And you have a watering system. Is that a new watering system you put in here? Oh, we've had it a few years. Yes. But we're the original, actually, at Racecourse. It? So it's a ring main system with a hydrant at every furlong. And okay. they just couple up to it and away they go. And it's you were telling me a little while ago, look, for, for somebody who doesn't know a lot about horse racing, and I admit it, honestly, here today, I went down and had a look at the parade ring, beautiful, looking at the track itself. There are two uh, courses within the track. Explain them to me. Near one to the main grandstand here and one inside that. Yeah, well, we have a good wide track at Bellison, and technically we have two tracks. We have a flat and a national hunt. But because we have four days, what we do is we set the, we set the rail in the, in the centre of the track because we fresh ground then for each other, other day going inwards each day. So That's today you'll be on the one nearest to the grandstand racing? Yes. That's right. And tomorrow that will change to the inner one? It will. And it's actually it makes for very exciting racing because the horses are much closer to you, whereas where the, the far side of the track, they're a little bit further away. Mm. And in terms of the track right round, what's the distance here in Bellystown right round? It's about a mile one furlong, so officially our, our mile start, but everything's very technical now, so I think it's seven furlongs, 170 yards. They have to do that for, you know, 
for, for I suppose transparency purposes yes. etc and people do look at the sectional times you know a lot of punters would be looking at stuff like that probably you and I wouldn't be <laughs> I certainly wouldn't I can tell you that <laughs> so you know if we have a two mile race it's yeah. twice it's twice, twice round, round. Okay. mile and a half it's one and a half yeah. times round how do you cope with you know there's a roadway goes through dissects the middle of this track for residents and that for 300 and odd days of the year uh, how do you cover that over yeah, well, first, uh, firstly, you know, we're very grateful to the local residents. I mean, they are very tolerant of what we have to do. So what we do is we, we first of all, we cover the roads with sand. It's a sand and fibre mix. So it's, it's, it's quite deep from the point of view of the horses are not going to be jarred running across mm. it. And the, the, the fibre mix allows us to put it in maybe two days beforehand. And then what we do is we have we have people on the barriers on each side for safety purposes. But but people uh, can trans, you know they can go back and forwards. Yes. Particularly the local residents who mm. you know you couldn't put them out. Totally. Of course, yeah, they'd be putting them on a big detour around Bellewstown. But anyway, it's one hundred percent percent safe for the horses. How do you describe the going in racing parlance? What's the going like? The going officially today is good on the flat track, or it was this morning. And it's good with firm in places on the National Hunt track. Okay. Now that's official. So we have our we have our um, a race course. Um, what's what's Vincent called? Um, Do you know what Vincent is called, Vincent Michelle? The uh, the foreman, the course the foreman. foreman. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, the yeah. course foreman. Yeah. I beg your pardon. Yeah. So he would be here from eight o'clock this morning. Yes. So he gives a going report because that has to go into the uh, Horse Racing Ireland. So everybody in the country knows exactly what the going at Bellewstone officially is. Okay. Now, what we do then is we water to maintain that, or we try and maintain it, because people will ask us, what is the going going to be on Saturday? Mm. Which is almost impossible to know. I mean, Met Aaron doesn't even know what the weather's going That's to be. That's true. That is so true. So it's quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, yeah. So anyway, four exciting days of racing in prospect. Today and tomorrow is on the flat, and then a mix of National Hunt and flat on Friday, Saturday. It is. It is flat. And I mean, yeah. National Hunt, people like National Hunt racing yes. in Ireland, but I actually like flat racing in Bellustown because mm. it's quite close. You're quite close to the action, and it's always very exciting. So, yeah. you know, every day is an exciting day, really. Absolutely. When we're on the subject of flat racing, there's a lady sitting beside me, and I know she's a great fan of LMFM radio and late lunch, and she's deeply involved in the horsing game. Our title at Bellustown is Michelle Howard, yard manager. But while Kevin was talking about the flat there, your family had some weekend, the derby last weekend. Yeah, we sure had. Um, last week I was working in... Uh, the Curra, the Derby for the two days. I was actually working for uh, IHRB as part of the security team. And on the day I was collecting the winners uh, to bring them to the vets for a test or whatever. So in on the Saturday Derby day, um, my cousin, Parik Beggy from Dunboyne, had a ride for uh, Aidan O'Brien. He was riding the outsider. So he's kind of seen as the pacemaker. So Parik kicked for home and uh, basically nothing caught caught him and he won the race so he won the derby so it was an absolute delight to go out to him now I was trying to maintain my emotions because I'm obviously a security officer and I have to look after the horse which I did but I I was so emotional because I never thought I'd uh, bring my uh, first cousin into the Curra on Derby Day winning the Derby so I'm still buzzing at the moment from it it was brilliant <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you are do you I know was, Jerry I was do, watching go on Kevin do you know that jockey has he he he, he rides for Aidan O'Brien yeah. he doesn't get that many amounts he has eight winners in two years and t- that's all he's had and two of those winners 
One was the English Derby and one was the Irish Derby. That is some record. That is a record. Thank you, Kevin. That's so interesting. Sovereign was the horse. I was actually watching the race and I just got a feeling myself, now you're talking to a man who doesn't know, but they went off flying the pacemakers. And I was saying, yeah. I was watching with my wife and I was saying to Miriam, I don't think they'll catch them. Well, you see, uh, Aidan O'Brien has the privilege to have such brilliant horses. Like the first, second and third were all by Galileo. So there's never a bad uh, horse in the race. Mm. They have their tactics. Obviously, Ryan Moore is the first jockey, but on Donica and Wayne. Now, Parra could be a little bit down the pecking order, but he's um, with Aidan four years, and I know he thinks a lot of him. But when they go for home, like whoever's in front, they're not going to stop. Mm. You know, they, they'll keep going. And sometimes, uh, you know, a lot of people are giving out about the result, thinking, oh, it was for bookies and things like that. But it's not. All the horses are they're by great sires there, and they're all winning, looking to win a derby. So thankfully, Park was on the right one. And as Kevin said, it's true. He'd only, there was only his ninth ride in Ireland this year, and he rode an Irish derby winner. And in 2017, he won on Wings of Eagles um, on, in the Epsom Derby. So he may not be getting the rides, but there's, there's jockeys in Ireland this minute would kill for what Parrick has done in the last two years. Absolutely. An English Derby and an Irish Derby. So. Terrific. And Sovereign was the name of the horse. Had Janny Sovereigns on him, 33 to 1. I hadn't a penny on him because we're not allowed to bet in uniform. I understand. But I actually... I didn't care really because I was just so delighted mm. for Parik. He's a, well, I know he's my cousin. I'm biased, but he's a great worker, and I was just delighted for him. I, I couldn't have been a better day. For well, him. can I say you are a great worker too? Because a few moments ago you showed me setting paddle shocks, and here she was with a pair, two pairs of snips <laughs> in her hands. Your title here is what yard manager, but you yeah. do everything under the sun, do you? Look, I love racing now. I love work. This is my home track, so obviously it means a lot more to me. I love Fairy House as well. I work for them. But um, Belly sounds a little bit different because everything comes... Like last Thursday, it was like Ikea setting up the stables. They all came flat pack. So you notice little things, screws, nuts and bolts, and you're trying to tick all the boxes, making sure a horse or... Uh, stable staff don't get a cut or injured or whatever and so um, yeah I had my, I have my snippers to go down to a stable at the moment <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm just thinking here I have found the woman I've been looking for all my life when I go to I Ikea no no well well um, well well you're up there with her now after what you told me because I love her songs, but you can come to my home if I buy flat pack furniture anywhere in the future Michelle and put it together for me uh, I'm uh, jack of all trades, master of none, but I try my best anyway. Yeah. Now, big news lately in Bellius, and I'll come to Kevin in a second, and I'm going to be talking to Jim Corcoran in a few moments. New stables. Yeah, could you imagine? All my dreams are coming through next year, please God. Um, yeah, um, it looks like it's good. There's planning in for them. Um, we've had a couple of meetings, and we've been working, negotiating with the turf club IHRB the veterinary staff just to tick all the boxes and horse race in Ireland Bernard Caldwell stables Irish and stables staff just to uh, cover everything you know because there's so many different people need certain things in the yard so when you are starting from scratch we might as well get it right from the beginning <laughs> rather than digging it up as a lot of workers do put in the pipes then dig them up and put in something else so we're hoping to do it right from the start yeah, yeah now the car isn't the only track then having a massive investment in ireland kevin just before we go to the first break of the afternoon when will the work start do you have a date or when do you expect you'll um, have these tables in situ here well we certainly hope to turn the first sod before the end of the year we have to under the under the regulations of the of the 
of the application and the grant that we were we were given. Yeah. Now it is a grant, by the way. It's a forty percent grant. Uh, we have to we have to find the rest of it. It's not just quite as simple as putting up stables and being handed money to do that. So we're hoping to start before the end of the year. That is great news for Bellius Town. Jim Corcoran is the chairman here. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a wee break, our first break of the afternoon. We're at Bellius Town. We're on the hill, coming live. We've loads of people for you to meet. Do stay with us on late lunch. And after the break, I'll be having a word with a man who's Bellius Town to the core, Jim Corcoran. Stay with us. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors for exclusive 192 offers on all things Renault and Dacia and the full Renault commercial van range. Get down to Blackstone Motors showrooms in Dundalk or Drogheda today. Yes, Late Lunch coming live from the hill on Bellius Town. First day of the uh, racing starting here. Four evening meetings. First race off at 5.30 today. Racing began here. I mentioned this earlier uh, to Eamon on the 11 to 1 show. 17.26 Jim Corcoran is chairman of Town Races. He's here a long time, but not since 1726, Jim. Sometimes I feel like it is. <laughs> uh, but uh, this year is our 293rd year. Incredible. And I don't know of any event in mm. the, nearly the country that's running as long. And in actual fact, we have a... Um, report. Uh, what would I say in the Irish Annals? A report in the Irish Annals of 62 A.D., where a race was run on Bellaston, the Hill of Crocofada. And it was between two men, from one from the eastern seaboard and one from the western seaboard. Now, we don't know whether it was a chariot race or just a horse race, but it was run, and it was five circuits, and the we don't know, the, the Druids couldn't define the winner. Really? It was a, a dead heat, could we say, in today's... Uh, I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> if, the, if we had the technology back yeah. then. But it does show you, even going back before we talk about the 1700s there, 1726, that this place has been associated with racing. Look, how many years have you been here? Uh, I think I've been here about 14. Is it really? Yeah. As chairman? As chairman, yeah. It's a long stint, it's isn't long it, stint, Jim? Yeah. yeah. But I love it and I, I do it. My grandfather looked forward so much to Bellistown that um, I had to feel I, I felt I had to give something back to it and I, I, I like it I enjoy it it's hard work very time consuming and a lot of, of um, what would one say uh, you, you, ha- you have to have everything correct yes I am very lucky I have a great manager number one in Kevin and number two I have a great committee and the committee are uh, based local some and some are drawed and some are further away but everybody has their job and everybody does their job and I just have to oversee it mm. that's all that it's about When you sit here today and you look at the place it's resplendent and this weather of course is a wonderful help as well but when you look at everything that's in place here Jim can you relax now that you're on the cusp of the first day just when when the the first day is over, I'll relax. <laughs> <Will you? laughs> a bit more, but you still have three days to go. I know. And another two days in August, you must yeah, of course we to must late August. Yes, that is the autumn meet here as well. But weather makes this place, doesn't it? It can be a very uh, dire place in bad weather. Mm. You get wind. The buildings here have to be painted nearly every year. That's how hard the weather it's is exposed. Up here. It's exposed. It's on top of a hill. It really is. You have to maintain the buildings and all that around it. And you do such a great job. Um, 
For you and your team, you mentioned there, but the big thing is the punters come here to see the horses, to see the races. And, you know, over the years, you've had many fantastic winners here, horses who've gone on to greatness as well. But I have to mention it again, because I'm looking out at the phone box here. Yellow Sam will be forever Bellustown. Oh, yeah. Yellow Sam is, is what Bellustown is noted for. <laughs> and uh, to think that on those days, there was one phone line into the race course, which was in today's world of mobile phones and everything like that unimaginable and you just would not think that it, something like that could happen but Today. it did happen it did and it was great and Barney Corley has been fantastic here to Belgistan. Yeah. and any time we want him to do uh, to come over or anything like that he comes over he's a great gentleman what a sting that is in the annals of racing and Irish racing and international racing as well. Many years ago, that's over 40 years, isn't it? 44, 44 years ago years, at this yeah. stage. And it still remains such a legendary uh, story. Just put Kevin on there a second to me again, Jim. I'll be back to you in a moment. Kevin, we have a question from a listener, and it's just come in on Twitter to us here. And they're asking, will you ask Kevin Coleman why the top-class winners of racing don't appear in Town? Is it to do with the prize money? What? Very good question. And the answer to that is a lot of those great winners start in Town. They start maybe in a maiden race. They start in maybe a maiden hurdle or a two-year-old. And we have quite a few horses down through the years. Just for an example, Aidan O'Brien had a maiden winner here a couple of years ago called Perihelion. And her, her uh, filly foal went on to win the Epsom Oaks at 50 to 1, a horse uh, filly called Qualify. So she started in Bellustown. And then we have horses like National Hunt horses like Clan Royal. And AP McCoy will say he's probably the most unlucky horse in National Hunt racing. He was balked at the, in the Grand National at Beecher's Brook second time round. He won his maiden here at Bellustown. And then we have horses like. Um, Carlingford Lock Gordon Lord Byron the great sprinter of Tom Hogan's he was unplaced he was second I think at 100 to 1 mm. here in Bellison he went on and won numerous group 1 races in Hong Kong and places like that so they mightn't be running today at Bellaston but a lot of them would have started here Okay, so that's what you're looking out for and that's the great excitement of coming here this evening and for the next three evenings beyond is you may be seeing a horse that in the future will be grabbing the headlines and winning the big big races so there's I, I think Kevin that's a, a, a superb you know endorsement of Bellaston that many of them have begun here Oh yeah, yeah and they do they love coming and we have a big race on Saturday we have a 50,000 hurdle sponsored by Fast Shipping. It's big money. That's the biggest race that we've ever had here. It's super, yeah. So come here and see these horses. And I'm sure that, there you are, listen, I'm sure that that does answer your question. Same thing to you. You've broken the back in this at, at this stage, but the next four days, you still do have to have your finger on the pulse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It never stops. And actually, Saturday is probably the busiest day mm. because it's usually payday. Yes. So I'm busy up in the office most <laughs> of the day. But generally speaking, the next two days will, will go along nicely, provided everything fits into place. Uh, today was quite hectic this morning, but I think we're ready to go now and it'll, it'll work along. And then Saturday and then, of course, Sunday is even busier because it's clean up day. So it never stops. <laughs> it never stops. And then you start planning for the autumn meeting and so on and so on it goes. Final word to Jim just before we go. Jim, thank you again as chairman of the committee here for inviting us here at LMFM Radio to the races. It's a, a great honour for us to be here. And we'd love to be here with you every year. And may I wish you and your team and everybody well for the next four days. Thank you very much, Jerry, and we'll do our best. 
You always do. And when Jim Corcoran's at the helm, you can take that for granted. Anyway, good luck to you all. Thank you for joining me. I'll say hello. Uh, thanks to Michelle Howard, who's just gone about. She's away working again. To Kevin Coleman, the, uh, the uh, manager of the track here, and to Jim Corcoran. 14 years at the helm and many more years, I'm sure, to come. Thank you indeed, gentlemen. Stay with us on Late Lunch because after music, news and weather are two, we're coming back to Town, and we have some very interesting people for you to meet. We have a local woman whose family steeped in the racing here as well. And Alan Delaney's with us. He's a trainer and he's on the committee here as well. But let's head into uh, news and weather at two in the company of the wonderful Gavin James. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors' summer sales event, now on, and it's raining deals. For amazing 192 offers across the Renault and Dacia range, there's never been a better time to get a brand new drive at Blackstone Motors. Yes, LMFM's outside broadcast unit is on the hill in Town this afternoon and you're listening to Late Lunch Live and we have lots of guests for you. I'm joined now by Tish Brannigan. She lives in Town, and her family and have been part and parcel of the racing here for years. And I'm also joined by Alan Delaney, who's a trainer and a committee member at uh, the Town races. You're both very welcome to the show. Tish, if I start with yourself, you were telling me a moment ago, this racing and your family go way back here, the oh, connection. Yeah, years and years. I've been working for 43 years, and even before that, 50s. Uh, more than that they've all been here all working here but you yourself have actually never worked at the races you know the way children get little jobs on that round here no 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 I never did no I never did I never I started working when I was about 15 for a summer job and that was it I got stuck (laughs) but your family deeply involved here yeah yeah everyone from granny great grands they all they all worked here yeah What's your interest in the racing? Do you come to the racing days when they're on? Do you have a flutter? I do. I have a bet every year and mostly lose, but sometimes I win. <laughs> <laughs> and would you follow racing besides Belliestown when it's on? Yes, everywhere. I've, uh, I've a tendency to back horses with, with names belonging to the family and things, so hopefully sometimes it works out. And it does yield dividends? Every now and again, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, with some of the punters that I follow and some of the tipsters, I think your method is far better. I think it probably would be sometimes. <laughs> some I'm <here> told. <laughs> now, here at Belliestown on the race course, if you drove by here as recent as a week ago, you'd think nothing was happening? Not a thing. There was not a thing. You couldn't see anything here at all. A few people were working around about, but um, no, not a tent, nothing. It's an enormous transformation, isn't it? It is. It's, it's be serious. Just over the weekend and... Monday, mostly Monday, I think yeah. the things start happening. Yeah. What about from a residence point of view? Welcomed by everybody, everybody understands, well, after nearly 300 years, the must-ish. Well, most people do, yeah, I think. Yeah. All the locals, yeah. Um, yeah, everybody, everybody mm. gets used to it. It brings in, doesn't it? Uh, I'm sure, there's, I mentioned there, you didn't work here, but your family has a little bit of employment, a few bob in the pocket, a boost for the local area. It is, yes. I was shocked to my great-nephew yesterday, and he's going to pick papers all the days afterwards, so they cleaned up for the next day. Yeah, you so. can't beat it in no. a little place like Belliestown for the summer. Boost for everybody. Yeah, everybody looks forward. Yeah, there just be loads of kids here, all working. Yeah, great. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. Alan Delaney is with me. He's a committee member at Belliestown and a trainer. Well, what about the local perspective here? Of course, your dad Eamon for years and before him, family before him, have trained. What's the significance of Belliestown to you guys as local horsey people? Oh, it's brilliant, Jerry, to have a local race course like this. Um, this is the second year of four days in, in July. Up to this, it's been three days, and years ago it was two years. But we have great 
proud, very proud to have a local race course here. It's great to have it. Um, I'm on the committee probably up in 25 years. My father's been on a lot longer than that. My grandfather was on it. And we're very proud to be part of it. And it's a great local heritage. And you see people here year to year. You wouldn't see any other race course in the country. They come home for Belgian races. And it's a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous buzz. It's very well run. Jim Corkin, our chairman, uh, regimental, very regimental, keeps us on our toes. And most of the trainers around the country really appreciate the work that goes into the ground. It's very well looked after. Mm. To win here, uh, you've had winners, your family have over the years. Is it extra special to win in your back garden? I have to admit, I don't remember us having a winner here, Jerry. Really? It's years and years ago, and I've been trying very hard the last few years. We've had seconds, thirds, fourths, pipped in the lines. Um, it's been really hard to get a winner. It's a very popular meeting. It's a very strong betting, punting meeting. People come here, lay horses out for it. So it's very hard to get a winner, and there's very strong competition between all the local trainers. You've the John McConnells, Tom McCourt, Dermot McLaughlin's... Um, they're ourselves. all vying for the honours here. So you've never, in your memory, did the Laney family have it had a winner? Well, now I'm up to young enough, so I don't I know. But I You're don't, only a whippersnapper. But, but but sure, we've sure had horses had. that have won here to go in and win the Galway Hurdle. Yeah. We've had a lot of good winners here over the years, but I just don't remember. Okay, so I'm hoping to change that. You're going to change it. This is what I was coming to. You have runners here this year. Not today, tomorrow maybe? We're hoping that. We've won declared for tomorrow, yes. Uh, Loudest Whisper. She's owned by a local partnership, the Flag Kill Draw, the partnership. Um, she was fourth the last day in Fairy House, staying on well, bet under two lengths. So she's stepping up on trip tomorrow, but we're hopeful of a good run. Alan, I hope tomorrow is the day. It may be ominous. The Flas coming back for the second and final year this year. Well, that's Maybe there's something written in the stars that's going to win, and you're going to you're going to live a win, a victory here at Bellyston yourself. Well, one of the prominent uh, syndicate members, Power Kieran, is his birthday tomorrow. <gasps> So, oh, it's um, written in the stars. Get on it. Get he, on it tomorrow. Get he, on it. He told me early in the year to have one ready for Bellison, so I'm doing my best. Whether it happens or not, we'll have to wait and ah, see. Ah, please, God. Please, God. You know, when you're on the committee, that's one aspect of your life. But look, come back to the yard and your family history and training. Have you many Have you many horses? Yes, we've plenty of horses at home. Uh, in training, we keep it low, low, probably five or six. Um, we have a lot of young horses coming through all the time. We breed horses. We buy and sell a few horses. We take horses for people looking after them. But, like, I'm only one member of the family. Uh, obviously, Dad and Mum have a good help, but my brother Mark is a huge help. He's at home there turning hay at the minute to get the best hay possible for our own horses. He looks after the yard, manages all the day-to-day health issues. Very good with horses in that regard. That He puts a lot into it, but we make all our own hay, haylage. He's very diligent, and he won't make unless it's the very best. So... We know what's going into our horses. I also supply a lot of horse feed, bluegrass horse feed, to a lot of trainers in the country. That's mm. part of my business to mm. distribute horse feed. So we know exactly what's going into the horses. But it's a small family outfit. Dad, myself, Mark, Martin Mooney, Connor Max, the local lads come in to ride out the horses for us. So we do our best to get very good local individual treatment. We train in the beach. We often find that um, horses with us, a little change working in the sea all them little things helps so that's yes. that's our little unique selling point we try and do things a little bit different and maybe horses coming out of big yards want a little change they work well with us mm. it's a 365 day operation yeah 365 I'm up most mornings after 6 to try and feed a horse for half 6 and you're going race you could be home some nights after 12 o'clock but look 
it's not a job, it's a vocation. If you didn't like it, you wouldn't do it. Mm, that's so true. Now, listeners are waiting with bated breath when they heard that Alan Delaney and Tish is waiting here beside me as well. I think we know... What was the name of the flower horse again tomorrow if, we, if it runs? Loudest Whisper. Loudest Whisper. Actually, uh, it's named George after... Michael. It's actually it? named after a great, a great Irish folk band, I think, from the early 70s. Right. Uh, someone told me they're still in the going. I'm not too sure, but... Um, I've been told that if she wins tomorrow, the poor Cairns wants her to lead the flag, <laughs> <laughs> Led Parade. by a horse, uh, wouldn't it be just fantastic? Come on, give us a couple for today. Have you one or two maybe you might mention today for listeners that you feel have a chance, even good each ways? Yeah, we'll, just, we'll have a little look maybe in the first race. Yeah. Um, that's a two-year-old race. Dermot Well was on the phone yesterday, I think, to find out about ground conditions. So I see he's... A, He's a runner for Lady O'Reilly today, um, first time out, so hopefully that should run well. There could be a little hint in that phone call yesterday from Mr Weld, first time out in the first today. Anything else for us, Alan? Yeah, in the second race, there's a couple of local fellas have uh, runners. John McConnell, brother with an arms, Tom McCourt has Jess's corner, but there's also another local horse, Ruby's Jazz, Gary Caldwell. There's been a lot of money for that this morning, so... That's one to watch That's there. One to watch. Give us one more. Give us one more. Go down the card a bit there. Can you move along? And because I want to remind you, Paris Shocknessy will be bringing us all the uh, details and action from the first three races at Bellystown here this evening. A little bit later on. Yeah, just two maybe to watch in the half seven race. Uh, one is number five, Beleagrement, trained by John McConnell, and the other is number seven, trained by Geraldine Singer, owned by Caleb Abdullah. Um, which is nice to see Caleb Abdullah have a ring a runner here today. So maybe they're the two to have a little each okay. way on in the half seven. There's race. loads to be going on there. Don't be too generous. They're going to win a fortune. Tish, you're listening there carefully. I was listening very carefully, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I think I'll go for Princess Mason, though, in the first race. I think it's half 5.30, I think. Is, is Princess Mason on your card there? Just have a look at that. Why? The name. You love yeah, the name, I'm is a, it? A great nephew called Mason, so... Oh, so you just there you are. Tish is going with our gut instinct yeah, and our family connections. That's another local trained horse, Gavin Cromwell. And of course, Gavin's horses always run well in Bellystown, so definitely mm. they would have to have a big chance. It was second the last day, so definitely Trish could be under a good thing there. Oh, she knows her stuff, this woman. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, she's here years, wouldn't she? She'd have to. So, all set fair, Alan, for a great festival here. Wonderful weather, good underfoot conditions. All we need now is the bodies, and they will come in their thousands. They will come, but another thing too is um, I help out trying to get sponsors for the, the meeting, and uh, we're very, very lucky that we have very loyal sponsors, both local and international. I know they're going to introduce or talk to Karen in a few minutes from the Glenside Hotel. They've been very good sponsors over the years, and I'm sure she'll tell a little bit more what they're doing for us. But we have some great sponsors. Seamus Mulvaney, one of Ireland's leading on-rail bookmakers, has sponsored us probably 20 years plus. Um, Simon Mulvaney, Fast Shipping. We have our first €50,000 race here on Saturday. It's a qualifier. The winner of that gets into the Galway hurdle. Yeah, so big, big Simon's race. a great man to get that up to 50000 Some new sponsors are Racing TV. We have them on board with this year. So, like, mm. that's that. And also Tara Stud sponsors today, a local stud. They have a few runners of their breeds. So it's great to see. We have international, local, long-standing and new people coming in all the time so it's great and it's the lifeblood of the meeting Alan Delaney thank you for joining me Tish Brannigan good luck to you with your bets I hope you're in a fortune <laughs> by the time let, you know. let, let me know let me know indeed anyway you're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio heading to a break and afterwards Karen Clifford from the Glenside Hotel she's looking oh my god she's looking amazing she's waiting to talk to me stay with us on Late Lunch 
The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors, setting the standards higher for award-winning customer service you can trust. Visit your regional dealer for Renault and Dacia in the Northeast for exclusive offers with low-as-can-be APR finance and finance arranged within four hours. Dare to live? She can't beat having a now laugh in, in life. Pat O'Shaughnessy's laughing at me. I was slagging him about his lovely legs earlier and he got me back. He says, what are you talking about? Loudest whisper on George Michael. It was careless whisper. Oh, Pat, I was nearly there. It's like me betting on sure, the horses. Yeah. I've always fallen short, but they, <laughs> there you have it. Anyway, joining me is a lady I've met a number of times in the past. Karen Dunn is with me from the Glenside Hotel in Henry's Restaurant. Can I say something? You're in the shout for the best dressed lady. You know that, Karen. Thanks very much, Jerry. Already all dressed for radio today. (laughs) No, indeed, and she isn't, and it's not even on today. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. And you heard Alan Delaney there uh, on the committee here, trainer as well, mentioning how important the support of sponsors are. And you are right behind Bellius 10 again this year. Tell us what you're backing. Um, Well, we're sponsoring the best turned out horse. Um, on Saturday evening so um, that's our sponsorship towards the races Um, I'm not judging it or anything I was going to ask you that (laughs) you're not judging it no no no, we wouldn't really we wouldn't have a clue where to start but um, I'm sure there's experts in the field that will pick the winner of it Um, but yeah we're happy to be to be behind to be behind that yeah Helena Mullins is here with us working away on social media I can tell you as well so check us out on social media we're we're pumping in uh, images uh, from Bellystown as we we speak and the three of us were talking then we're just saying you know when you think about the best dressed lady and and gentlemen we know about those competitions but you know Karen these horses are turned out immaculately I'm sure you're aware of that yeah oh absolutely like and I'm sure their owners and trainers put a lot of effort into their own show to to a big large crowd thousands of people come to see them Um, so I'm sure they they put everything into every effort and the stable lassies and lads who work with them as well it's a big thing if they win this yeah Yeah, so we want to we want to assure you that as well but you know yourself when you look at them they're majestic creatures, oh, yeah. aren't they? They are. They are. They're mesmerising, really. And I don't know much about horses, I have to admit. But um, it is nice to come up and see them um, parade around first before they they take to their, their racing. Mm. Um, I wouldn't know where to start in picking <laughs> them, but it, I always go for the nicest looking horse uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, hope that they would uh, come in first. But, well, uh, look, yeah. it's a game like that in a way we never know. And no. that's the beauty of it as well. Tell me this, from a local business person's point of view and the Glenside Hotel and the beautiful Henry's restaurant there, backing something like this, you know, obviously you believe that there's a return from, you know, Bellyustown being a a huge event in the summer and autumn again for you people. Oh, absolutely. Like um, a festival like Bellyustown that's, um, you know, takes place twice over the summer for a few days at a time and brings in such large numbers to the area. It's so important that the local businesses get behind these festivals um, because without sponsorship, they're probably not possible. Um, And they're, they're great for everybody involved in the community around the visitors coming you know we're hoping to get lots of people calling in for carvery lunch before they come up to the races um, line their bellies uh, before <laughs> they just, uh, come here so we wouldn't have that overflow if the festival wasn't here mm. um, so it's really important to the area for, mm. for everybody in it's the hospitality win, industry win. And, yeah, yes. absolutely. and that's what it's Shop. all Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. About um, how long? You, how long as your is yourself and your 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 good husband? How long are you in the Glenside now? When did you take over? We took over April two years ago, so we're in the hotel now two years since April. Um, it's flying by. You know, we can't really believe that that amount of time has gone by. Um, but yeah, things are going well. We're we're really happy with the progress that we're making in the place and um, we've a huge local following which we're very grateful for yes and yeah we're tipping away and, and trying to to do the best we can of course and in the hotel you mentioned the calvary there it is very yeah. special and you, the new restaurant henry's you renamed there and it's yeah. making a real reputation for itself but weddings the glenside was always synonymous with weddings yeah. and through the years i know in late lunch we were involved with the previous owner in a big yeah. wedding giveaway and yeah, that as well absolutely. what about yourselves is that yeah. a key part yeah, of your business yeah. it's it's our main focus as you know Aside from the local food and beverage market, um, you know, we feel that um, weddings are key to make the Glenside a successful business. Um, we've really been focused on, on it since we came in. We've had showcases every, you know, three times a year. We do brilliant um, offers. Um, recently, we, we um, had a showcase there at the beginning of June. Um, we had great response to the offer okay. that we had there and we have fantastic packages um, mm. you know and we have a lot of local suppliers involved in providing the packages so you're building on that reputation yeah. which you've yeah. always had there as well it's a tough old game isn't it because you're only as good as your last meal oh, your absolutely. last stay over yeah. your last wedding yeah it is you know it's really about building on reputation um, the Glenside you know it's it's well known for its reputation for good food and the staff and without the staff we couldn't do it we have amazing staff that have been with the Glenside for a number of years um, and you know if you go through any of our reviews on any of the sites you'll see that the food and staff are the things that keep yes. popping up so you know you could spend millions and millions on the physical aspects of yeah. the hotel but I think the core is uh, the most important thing is the, the food and the staff and we're very lucky to have yeah. 
your people, boat. isn't yeah. it? It really yeah. is. Oh, it is. It's down to people. Because they deliver the chefs and the front front line and the back line staff, and and they're the ones who put in the hours and they work hard for us, um, and they're really committed. And yeah, they've been with the hotel, most of them, and even the new staff. You know, um, mm. the older staff take them under their wing, and you know. It sounds a bit corny, but they come part of the Glenside family, yeah. and that's what makes the hotel what it is today. Bit of a change. You were in the restaurant business before to take over yeah. a full-blown hotel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, big challenge, but um, I suppose a dream come true, really. Myself and Aegon have worked in hotels since we left college. Um, it's what we know and what we love to do. Um, to have our own hotel and to have it in the area where I'm from, you know, it is a dream come true, very hard work, but we're, we're grateful to have good families behind us to support us with the kids and, and you know, mm. to help us along the way. So, You're doing a great job. Thanks very you much. You really are. Thank and uh, I know how much it's appreciated, your support for Town here uh, over the course of the four days. So the best turned out Gigi, <laughs> sponsored by the Glenside Hotel and Henry's Restaurant, Henry's, yeah. will be happening here. What day is is that on? Is That's on Saturday. On Saturday, yeah. the final day here yeah. as well. So that to, to look forward to. Continued success Thanks to you and Aegon and you. everybody at the Glenside and keep up the great work there. Appreciate it. And listen, you. I say it again. Come on. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Ladies' Day and Gents' Day next to the wonderful Dawn Finnegan. She's yeah. standing by. Hey, come on, you give it a shout. <laughs> Get Thanks the glad rags on. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks indeed. Karen Dunn for joining us on Late Lunch this afternoon. Let's head towards our next break on the show with lovely music. Yes, it's Blur and Country House. Stay with us. The Late Lunch brought to you by Blackstone Motors Summer Sales Event. The 192 Dacia range is now available with low APR, zero deposit and finance to suit your needs. Blackstone Motors has the Northeast covered. It wouldn't be a race meeting in Ireland, would it, without the best-dressed competition? And who else would it be for us today to talk to? Only the wonderful Dawn Finnegan, who's an ambassador. You're an ambassador for the day or for the races, Dawn? I'm ambassador for Best Dressed Lady at Bellystown. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and no better woman. And, of course, you know her, Dawn, LA blog. You're flying. Thank you very much. Thanks, Amelia. It's been a whirlwind, a whirlwind few months. Um, it's been absolutely crazy, but no, I'm very, very blessed and I'm very happy with how things are going. It's been crazy busy, but um, this is one of my favourite jobs that I get to do. I love being here. How many years are you here with the crew in Bellystown? This will be my third, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. It just it popped up on my Instagram um, account the other day that it was three years ago since I was entering Best Dressed. And now this is my third year being back as brand ambassador. So it's crazy. It's it's a bit of a turnaround. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bit terrific. of a turn up. Yeah, it really is. I did say, look, it is the glamour day, and it's Friday evening here at Bellystown. It's Friday. This year. Yeah, I'm just looking at the price. Now let me say, there's a ladies, there's a gents, yeah. and there's a best headpiece yeah. as well. So listen, take me through them in turn for the ladies. Look at those prices. I know it's fantastic. We've some amazing sponsors on board this year. Um, the big one is from Scotchall Shopping Centre in Drogheda. So it's a €2,000 voucher for Scotch Hall, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I'm really sorry I can't enter. <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah so it, it's, it's an amazing Peter Dolan and Scotch Hall has been hugely generous this year. So it's a €2,000 um, shopping voucher for Scotch Hall for the best dressed ladies. So as well as the title, you'll also get that amazing voucher. Isn't that terrific as mm-hmm. top prize? And there are runners-up prizes there as well. There's lovely other prizes if you don't get there the is, top prize. There is, exactly. Yeah. The second prize actually is, it's a beautiful necklace from Boyne Jewellers, which is also in Scotch Hall shopping centre. It's custom made by Paul. Costello. 
It's an amazing diamond necklace. I got to see it um, two days ago. I got to try it on, and it's absolutely breathtaking. It's she didn't just run incredible. away with it. Just I in didn't. Case you think she, I didn't she run away with it. it. Yeah. No, I had my had my pretty woman moment where the the box was closed on my fingertips, so I didn't get to I didn't get to keep it, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, and there are more prizes there besides. But talk to me about this best headpiece. Yeah, this is a brand new category that we just introduced this year. Um, so we're doing best headpiece or best hat. So I. I one thing I noticed at the race of the last few years, there's so many incredible, talented Irish milliners that do come from all over the country just to be at Belliestown. So I think it's an amazing opportunity for them to really showcase their work. So we are giving, um, we're giving an overnight stay at Tankardstown for best headpiece or best hat. Love. Exactly. So, so that's gents or ladies. That can be gents or ladies. So best hat, best headpiece. It can go to anybody. It's anybody's game. And for the boys, there's a best dressed man here. There's a best yes. dressed man, yeah. And a lovely first prize there as a well. A lovely first prize, yeah. It's a 250 euro voucher for Chapter 1, which is sponsored by uh, Olive Pork. So it's it's an amazing prize. And then as well, we have Chris Curtis, who are uh, sponsoring a runner-up prize as well. And then the Village Hotel have very kindly offered an overnight stay as well. So we have some fantastic prizes up for the lads as well. And the lads are really, like the last few years, the lads have really come out in force. We've been really impressed with their outfits as well and how well they scrub up and they always look really well. So the lads the last few years, they've really made the competition quite tough to pick a best dressed, a best dressed lad. So Friday is the day. So you just come along to the races in your best. In your best, yeah. In your best. Yep. And how do you enter when you come here? You'll from? be approached. So right. myself and Cassie, jo- Cassie Stokes is our main judge. Yes. So we'll be circling the enclosure the whole day. So we will approach you. We'll give you your wristband. And once you get your wristband, you can head over to the main festival marquee. And then whole, the whole process will begin then, basically. So it's so very exciting. Get out here on Friday. Mm-hmm. Get out early get those outfits together and it you'd never know it could be you it could be you and that's the thing a lot of people think that when it comes to ladies day that you know it's only for a certain age group yeah. or a certain kind of person and it's not at all it is for anyone and everyone um, I went to the races for the first time about five years ago and threw my outfit together that morning and I came out and I won um, so I mean I wasn't planning it for weeks in advance it wasn't a designer piece but it was just just a stroke of luck put it together and, and I was lucky on the day so you never know your mammy's here with you Anne as she well is. she's your <laughs> chauffeur she was just yeah. telling me a moment ago there's a woman that'll be in contention she should get dressed up and come out on Friday or a family member's disbarred because family you're member, it's, it's conflict of interest apparently oh, yeah. Anne, <laughs> Anne, Anne come on there'll be another opportunity anyway but here. she'll still be here she'll she still will be here, be here. Yeah. I know that tell me this I hear you're on the grapevine and well I've seen it on social media you're a big Love Island fan I'm a big Love Island fan definitely and I'm a little bit a little bit sickened I have to miss it on Friday night because I will <gasps> be here disaster <laughs> yeah. we were Record. just joking we might see can we get it shown on the big, on the big screen after the races we might, we might see. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I know about it. Six boys, six girls yeah. sent to a villa. Yeah. Then they split them up. Yeah. And the six and six more brought in. Yeah. And relationships have established early on. And then they're tested by the new guys and gals. And the heads are turned. And heads are the turned. The heads are turned. Who is Dawn Finnegan's favourite on Love Island? Everybody wants to know. I love Tommy and Molly May. I really love them. I think that they're... I think they could have it in the bag. I have to say, I really do love those two. What about the Irish girl? Maura. What do you think? You know, she's highly entertaining and I think it would be really boring if she wasn't on it. I have to say, I think it would be so boring without her. I think she is hilarious. She's very funny. My informant tells me that there's going to be ructions tonight. Is tonight right? I think it's all going to kick off. Yeah. So come nine o'clock, the phone turns off. No one can contact me. We have to. We, 
we have to be glued to the TV at nine o'clock this evening. <laughs> so if you want beautification, if you want the the advice of the best, you can contact you her. You can't tonight. contact me between She's nine off. and ten. I am off. I'm she off the is radar. Off. Is it that addictive? Don't. It is. I'm watching it the last maybe two years. Um, I just get so sucked in. It's terrible. I just get so sucked into it. And unmissable is the word you're saying to me. So that's who you think. What about Amber and Michael, I was asked to say to you? What do you think of them? Yeah, I think that's a, that was a big shock for a lot of people. Judging by the reaction on social media, I don't think a lot of people expected Michael's head to turn. Joanna um, is his new one, isn't Joanna it? is his new lady, yeah. I think Amber and Michael were contenders to win. Um, so, but since the whole Casa Amor thing happened, his head turned very quickly. So there's, I think people are gunning for him. Um, and I think tonight it's all going to kick off. Amber's not happy by the looks of it, so oh, it's all going to happen tonight. There's going to be wigs in the green. It's going to be wigs on the green and, and finally, the violence. Amy and Jordan, Amy's head has been turned now, yes? Amy, no. Amy's no? coupled up with Curtis. All right, and that's so, it. They're happy. Well, well, Curtis's head has been turned. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, his head has been turned. I, uh, I got that a little mixed <laughs> up there. Sorry. So Amy loves Curtis, but now his head has been turned. So it's, it's kind of hanging in the balance as to what's going to happen. So people aren't very happy with Curtis either. Reality TV. I mean, this is it. Are you a fan of it in general or is it just Love Island? It's a bit of a guilty pleasure. It's a little bit of a guilty pleasure. Um, I don't like I'm not big into Netflix or anything because I don't really get the time to watch it because I work so much from home as well. So I think if I was to watch a series on Netflix, I'd probably do like a whole two series in one sitting. So I never allow myself to go on Netflix. So reality TV for me, it's just my little guilty pleasure, I suppose. Tell me this, if tomorrow you got the call and said, Dawn Finnegan, you're in the next series of Love Island, would you go? My mother would absolutely kill me. She would kill me. <laughs> she's not in there. Anne is nodding beside <laughs> she's not, me. Yeah, she's not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But listen, forget, forget for a moment that Anne is here and she's not listening at all between you and me. Yeah. Would you do it? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, I would. That's what we really, we really wanted to, to hear. Come back to uh, you know your role here as ambassador, yeah. and you know looking ahead to Friday again, and the boys, as you say, are really getting up yeah. for this more and more every year. Yeah. But for the ladies, you know, there are, there are ladies who travel round the races. They, yeah. You know, they love this. It's part of their social life. Absolutely. But can a lady, honestly, Don, tell me this, just arrive up here, not into this ever before, mm-hmm. you know, in a nice outfit uh, and be picked and actually go on to win. Is that a possibility? It's actually funny that you say that because I was here on this exact day last year chatting to you and after my interview last year, a, a girl called Imra Cassidy messaged me on Facebook and said, Don, I would love to come to the races, but I don't have an Outfit. So I replied to her and I said, Emer, is there any chance you can get an outfit in the next 24 hours? And she said, possibly. So she got a dress from H&M and she made her hat in the car park outside on the way. She still had the glue in her handbag when she came in. And what happened was she won the main prize. She won the she won the, the, the couple of the couple of t- thousand euro from Scotch All and she was crowned best dressed lady. So, I mean, that just goes to show. Anyone can win it. I rest my case. There you go. They yeah. say anybody can and win it. I know Emer well. She's been a guest of mine on Late Lunch. She yeah. is, of course, up in the air most of the time. She really, she is. An air hostess, but she's an incredible woman. And if she hears this or is listening today, I send her my good wishes. And she better be here on Friday. We want to see her back Emer, on Friday. <laughs> you have to come back to Belly Sound. Definitely. This but it says it all. So if you're listening today, you've never done this in the past. Come to Belliestown on Friday, and you just never, never know. You never know. Dawn Finnegan. 
it wouldn't be Belly's turn if you didn't join oh, me. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Wish you well. You're doing great yourself thank in, you so in what much. you do. Good luck for Friday and beyond. And thanks again for your insight into Love Island. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. <laughs> thanks. thanks a million. Thanks Don. for having me, thank Jerry. You. Thank you. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. We're heading to a break. Up next on the show, we have a local jockey. Yes, Connor Maxwell is standing by to join us on Late Lunch. Stay with us. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors, setting the standards higher for award-winning customer service you can trust. Visit your regional dealer for Renault and Dacia in the Northeast for exclusive offers with lowest can be APR finance and finance arranged within four hours. Dare to live? Late lunch coming live from the outside broadcast unit LMFM on the hill in Town as we head nearer and nearer towards the first race of the four-day festival. Half five, they're away here, and I'm joined next by a local lad. Yes, he's a jockey. His name is Connor Maxwell, and he tells me he's from just down the road. How far just down the road, Connor? Uh, about a mile and a half down the road, I suppose. Nearly well, throw a stone, hit the house. You <laughs> can't get more local than that. Your earliest memories then growing up, Have you are you involved in the racing game from a young age, your family? Tell me a bit about you. Um, no, not really. Um, I got into horses through a neighbour of mine, um, started riding ponies and they kept a few point-to-pointers and hunters and was brought along through that with them and just moved on from there. I went to race when I was 16, I left school and became an apprentice to Desi Hughes and I've been doing it ever since. Well, who are you with at the moment? Are you still with Desi? Have you moved on? No, I... Uh, Lord Mercy Desi, he passed away a few years ago, but I'd moved on from Desi's a number of years ago. Uh, I'm based Dermot McLaughlin, uh, Fozzie Stacker, two of the main trainers I ride out for um, at the minute, and do a bit of freelancing, ride out for as many as I can, and a bit of work and a bit of schooling for everyone. So, You've won here as a jockey. I have, yeah. I have. I Do you remember my, your first winner? I rode my first double around here. And Did you? It was, yeah, it was, a, it was a great evening now, to be honest. Um, I grew up doing a lot of hunting with the Ward Union and they tend to always have a, a big big day here at one of the meetings and the day I rode my first double it was their day and they were all on the balcony with the marquee roaring and balling oh. so and were you aware of that? You know when you were going by on your first mount that you won on are you, are you, or are you just concentrating on you know, the race and what you have to do? When, when you're on the horse you're there to do a job yeah. you're, you're out there and you're focused on what you have to do but when I cross that line each time, you're pulling up at the at the end of the track here with the balcony looking over of the the corporate marquee and all the locals that I knew and everyone roaring and shouting and you know <laughs> it's a, that's, it gives you a great kick there. What a you moment know, to pull up after a winner and see your friends and people yeah. you grew up with and people you know well and yeah, come know, into the winner circle that, then. That's it, yeah. You know, like it's. It's, it's like my back garden, really, riding the winner here, so it's what nice What a fantastic to feeling that yeah. must be. Um, being a jockey, and you know, everyone knows, you have to mind yourself, don't you, in what you eat and how you prepare and all that type of thing. Yeah, it's it's it can be tough at times. Um, you know, I ride a lot on the flat the last six months, and I have to be a bit stricter with my diet because of that, because they're lighter weights. Uh, I have a couple of rides tonight. I'm going out to run the track now and maybe do a couple of laps of a couple of pounds to lose to ride later on. So, you know, it's it's all part of it. it there is a lot of discipline to it, but it's, it's it's what you love. There's not a pick on you. <laughs> and you're going out there to run in that heat to lose a couple of pounds. I would jog around the track and get a get walk walk and jog the track. We get a feel of the track, see what the ground is like as well. So we're we're killing two birds with one stone. So hopefully shed a pound or two as well. And you'll make the weight. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever not make it? 
it's happened, yeah, yeah. But you know, you can't uh, you can't yeah. kill yourself either. You know, mm. it's, you know, you, you'll do it within reason. But generally, you'll know your body. You won't take rides unless you know you're going to do the weight. Yeah. You know, you're only going to get yourself in trouble or get yourself a bad name or you know, take the rides where you can do the weight on. If you're struggling to do weight, you become weak trying to do weight. You're going to make yourself look bad, and you're not going to be able to ride the horse properly. So, yeah, it's it's a balance. Is there a huge amount of tactics involved in this game? I just think back to the derby the weekend. You know, the pacemakers went off and went <laughs> caught, which was probably a bit of a shock for everybody. But you know, when you go out this evening and you have a couple of rides, you say here, do you know what you're going to do, or does that change from the off and during the race? Yeah, no, you'll always have a plan in your head or a couple of plans, depending on what race you're riding in. You'll always go out with a, a job to do and a plan in your head. You'll have looked through the horse's form or you may have ridden the horse, you may know him. So you'd have an idea what way you need to be ridden. Um, you'll have a chat with your owner, they'll, they'll give you your instructions. But at the end of the day, when you the flag falls and you jump off, you know, plans can change and you have to make decisions out there. And You know, it mm. has to be done. You know, sometimes you end up going out with plan A and end up coming back on plan C. You know, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the art of race riding, and you mm. have to adapt mm. as you go. Um, this is a the real summer track. You have to be able to travel. It's a it's a it's a fast track. You know, you need a horse that can take you along and and uh, quicken up a bit so and stay going. So it's a it's a real summer track. You know, and things happen quick, so you have to travel. What was the biggest one you ever had? What's the most uh, important to you? Um, you know, biggest winner as regards uh, prize money, I suppose, or prestige is probably the Cork National. Yeah, it was a big one, lad. Yeah, it's a it's a big handicap there in the middle of winter. Um, but I suppose the double stands out. The double here still remember out, that fondly. Like yeah, you, like you said, it's yeah, it's in your back garden. Like you don't forget mm. them days. All your family and friends are around. You know. So. Mm. It's nice to have the the short distance to travel instead of travelling all over the country because you you race everywhere all over Ireland yeah. But oh, that's it. Yeah. And England, like, have you raced in England? I yet? have. Yeah. yeah, I was in Royal Ascot last week and back here today. And uh, I thought I'd be in Tipperary tomorrow, but I'm actually back here tomorrow night. So it's, we yeah. get around. We get around a bit. So what's the two you're on this evening? Just mentioned them there. What are, what are the amounts this evening? Arlechino's Rock for Dermot McLaughlin. Um, that's in the first division and I ride another one uh, Chilly Billy for John Larkin in the second division what do you think uh, what's your gut telling you will one of those pass the post first their last couple of runs haven't been great but if they come back to their best form they both have chances you know. they are there's another couple for you on uh, late lunch this afternoon from a man who'll be in the saddle this evening listen Connor, thank you for joining us on the show I really do appreciate it because you're building up to a big evening here today great to talk to you and the best of luck this evening and beyond no problem thank you thanks a million that's uh, Connor Maxwell there local jockey you're with late lunch on LMFM radio heading to news and sport at three and more people to meet after three in the show but we head there in the company and this song is just so appropriate today isn't it one direction what makes you beautiful and helena mullins is smiling the late lunch brought to you by blackstone motors summer sales event now on and it's raining deals for amazing 192 offers across the Renault and dacia range there's never been a better time to get a brand new drive at blackstone motors yeah, we were talking a few moments ago with Dawn Finnegan about best dress and what a prize for the best dressed lady. 2,000 euro voucher for Scotch Hall. Peter, 
Peter Dolan, manager, you'll be broke. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. But, but I suppose we have the fashion bit and outside of weddings and communions, a day at the races, Ladies' Day is just the best. And I think the weather here uh, over the next couple of days, we're going to have a great day on Friday. You know, it's, So all those ladies will be coming out and somebody is going to go away with €2,000 gift card for Scotch Hall Shopping Centre. Plus, there's also a lovely piece from Boyne Jewellers. There's also best dressed or best um, headpiece stroke hat. So um, that's not going to be just a pea hat, I'd say. No. <laughs> no. I was going to go to the car and get me. Of, I was going to get me fishing hat from the car, yeah. Peter. No, can There's I not enter with the fishing around hat here today? Yeah. So it's going to be an exciting day. It's, yeah. got, it's guaranteed sunshine. It's going to be a brilliant, brilliant event. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you and I have just walked down there to the parade ring. The heat. Oh my God! It's an amazing place. I'd love to be here for the evening, but we're not. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going back to work. But anyway, it's uh, what a beautiful day up here. And we were looking at the mountains of Morn, and it's just. It's the best place in the world here today and the next few days. And it's, it's, I'm delighted for the guys because there's a great team here, Kevin and Sinead. They're a brilliant team and they've got the weather now. And with an outdoor event, you need the weather no matter what planning and preparation you do. And you need the weather and they've got it. And look at Heather Downey here as well, keeping the show on the road with social media. She's fantastic. She's wonderful. She really is. Now, tell us, Scotch Hall, you're a backer of this year in, year out. Obviously, you feel there's a big return for you guys in the retail. Absolutely. And it's not even just in the retail side of it. A company like ourselves needs to support... um, uh, sponsorships in, in, in a multitude of events and, and in doing so we're supporting the local economy and we're giving something back so for all those people who come and, and, and shop with ourselves we're giving back to the community in terms of sponsoring this local event and help the event get up and running plus we've loads of other events we're, we're helping out in FLA we're going to be helping out with a Christmas market so it's all for the area for the towns around that we're seen to support as well as they support us Lots going on in Scotch Hall. There's been a lot of change. I spoke to you about this in the past, in the last year as well. But tell me about the cinema, the cinema project. What's happening? (laughs) Yeah, I was in there this morning. So there's a lot of work going on in there. And we've uh, an amazing cinema coming. It's called The Looking Glass. Um, It's going to be a boutique-style cinema. But it's also going to have a cultural um, heritage end to it. It's going to host events like that outside of just cinema. All we're trying to do now is... I suppose capture a little bit of what they call the leisure euro, not the retail euro, but the leisure euro, people spending money on entertainment. And the figures are astounding. Over 1.2 million people go to the cinema every month in Ireland. And there's not, I could ask you there now, there's not a massive amount of cinemas in Ireland. There's about 71. You might think there's more. So there's a big market there. It's the best way for people to view storytelling. And what we're going to give is something amazing, something different, something unique. Um, That will also encourage people to come into the town, come into Drogheda, uh, encourage tourists, link up with the hotel. So, yeah, it's all good. And that's an important thing to say, the heart of towns. You know, we have heard about this for years now. It's it's competitive because you have so many on the outlier uh, to compete with. Absolutely. And we encourage people to come to ourselves. And, and yes, they will travel across the town, but it's important they do travel across the town as well. And we have a great relationship with the retailers across the town. So Drada in itself is like one big retail park. And we need to, all of us together, encourage people to come into the town and spend their money in the town. Whether it's Scotch Hall or across on West Street, it doesn't matter. We need them in the town. And everyone gains from that in the long run. Plus, as I always say, if you don't spend as much online, spend it locally it's for part time people, full time jobs, it's encouraging jobs within the, within the town. 
Well said, Peter. And I wish you well with the future and the new cinemas at Scotch Hall. And congratulations again on your big sponsorship here. Friday. Friday is the day. Headpiece. Best dressed. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Get the gear. Get out here. Thank you indeed, Peter Dolan, Centre Manager of Scotch Hall. We're going to finish the show today, sort of as we started, back with the racing people at Belliestown, because I'm delighted to tell you I'm joined by Lorcan Weir. He's the clerk of the course at Belliestown. Lorcan, thank you so much. You're busy today for popping in for Chapman's on late lunch. Tell listeners, what does the clerk of the course do? So, Jerry, I suppose I'm uh, effectively uh, just part of a small part of a, of a big team of people here. Uh, that so we work closely with the track foreman, with the with the with Gareth who does the watering, uh, with the with the management. So we we're we're planning weeks and months in advance to end up uh, with the best racing surface we can possibly provide. Um, so that's essentially so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a small part of, of a big team no but you're a very important part of a team as well because when you talk about this game safety is a huge thing and I know from your past you were a jockey yourself many many years ago yeah uh, I, I, uh, I rode uh, I suppose I rode uh, for 18 years or so uh, got in all the hospital ceilings all over England and Ireland and uh, so I've seen it from the other side so Maybe uh, there's a team of uh, clerks in Ireland that uh, a lot of us have uh, uh, race riding experience. So, you know, maybe we can bring uh, that experience to good use. And so we're, we're effectively every day, a good day for us is when all horse and riders come home. Now, there's an element of danger to this sport that, that sometimes, you know, there are injuries involved, but we, we try and minimize that. So every track we, we, we set up and uh, we provide uh, our aim is for everybody, for obviously for good racing, but for for people, horse and rider, to be safe. When we look out here today, and we've been down looking at both tracks, the inner and the outer one as mm. well, and uh, Kevin telling us that the uh, going is good to firm. Uh, are you very happy as we head into racing? Just I'm looking at my watch now. What we're only two hours, just over two hours away from the first race. Yeah, we're in good shape. I mean, there's so the official going today on the flat course. We've only flat racing only yeah. today, so we're we with the horses declared on good, good to firm in places. We did some more further watering. We're now good on the flat track today. For the jumping horses on the there on the, the the very outside, we're not we don't need that track till Friday Saturday. Mm. So there's still some work to be done on that. But we're optimistic we'll uh, we're edging towards good ground also for that for Friday and Saturday. Uh, there's fresh ground. So there's rail movements every day. Maybe a lot of people wouldn't be aware of that that the the entire white rail moves on a daily basis. So there's quite a bit of planning and. Uh, after the nine o'clock race this evening, there's that's when the work kicks in again. Rail movement. Gareth, uh, our the chap that takes care of watering, he is on looking, facing into a ten-hour shift of watering the entire track again. So when we're all gone home and everybody's celebrating mm. their wins or losses or drowning their sorrows, the work is really going on here. Yeah, getting well, ready. they're the unsung heroes, as the lads that are working on the track and indeed the stable staff as well. Who uh, many of them are travelling huge distances to get home, to tend to their animals, to be back up before dawn, to do start the whole process again, to 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 ride out and then travel to the races. They're the, as I said, the unsung heroes. Mm. People working on the track. And the stable side. It's the side of it we don't see, and it's great that you're telling us about this today. Now, this isn't just your only uh, place of work. How many tracks are, are, are you working on? So, so until recently, I was uh, involved with nine tracks in total in Ireland, and uh, I 
uh, we changed things around a little bit, uh, so I uh, stepped away from two. Reluctantly, I must add, uh, just for the, I just found it, it was quite tough to, yes. to get around them all. Mm. So I'm down to seven now, and they've listened to some over Leopardstown and Bellystown, Clamell and Thurless over here, and then I'm sort of Ballinrobe, Galway, Roscommon, obviously here. I'm leaving out some tracks. Yeah, but you, you have a lovely uh, spread, I have to say, of it's different a, venues, different types of soils, different yeah, tracks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with like from Thurless in the winter, mm. uh, which is Ireland's first official all-weather track because we they have a it's a fabulous side down there, and they we race during very wet conditions when no some other tracks are unable to yes. race. Um, you know, from the other side of the country, the Galway. For the you know we're not we're only a, a, a month away from the Galway Festival, and we're uh, we're trying to provide ground for good quality two-year-olds and three-mile chasers. So it's that's quite a task in itself to keep everybody happy. And the track is only 30 yards wide at the winning post, so that's to get seven days out of that is uh, you know tats off to the to the ground staff mm. over there as well. So listen, every day uh, brings its own uh, challenges in some ways, but. Uh, you will never keep everybody happy, but we, we certainly try to. You know? That's an interesting point you make, because there are so many stakeholders in this yeah. game with different interests as well. But talk about the trainers and, and the jockeys, who are the, the people really on the front line that mm-hmm. deliver this experience mm-hmm. for everybody. Your engagement with those, and do you have to do you listen, do you take on board, is that important, or are you a man of your own mind? No, I, I think you, you always have to be uh, aware of, of comments and criticism constructive criticism but I think ultimately I think yourself and the track foreman and the management have you have to back yourself to do the right thing to draw on your own experience and do the right thing for the industry it may not suit an individual trainer or horse or jockey on the day but if you're uh, like for example Belly Sound is a fast sharp undulating track if we let it get too quick well then that can lead to trouble so we uh, we've adopted a you know we we try and aim towards goodish ground. We don't always get there, but that's uh, where we aspire to to be where we are. Um, and we feel the track in general rides better and safely under those circumstances. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, you know, you hear and uh, you read the form, and this horse is better in uh, softer conditions. This le- horse loves fast ground, and of course, trainers and jockeys have their agendas. They like it presented in the best possible condition that positions them to win. Listen, I, I there was one day at Leopardstown, uh, you know, and I asked six or seven different riders what what they felt the track was like, and I got six or seven <laughs> different. It depends what you ride. Some horses have a very yes. a high knee action that they like some real juice in the ground some horses don't bend their knee and they like fast ground we can only produce one yeah. type of going on the day um, as fair as possible to everybody well that's what we try yeah. you know but again I suppose in many ways we, we had a look at the whole watering uh, guidelines there a couple of years ago uh, at, our, at our company and we've kind of evolved into certain tracks the sharper tracks need to be comfortable ground whereas the bigger tracks like the Curra or Leopard Sound the more galloping tracks the new swing track at Cork well sort of good to firm for flat horses that, that's also acceptable yeah. so we were kind of evolving into you know the sharper tracks we, we, we try and let, not let them get too fast 
you have been just so insightful for me personally today and I'm sure for our listeners thank you so much for taking the time to come into us you've been a real education and opened up another aspect of this sport I'm sure for our listeners listening to us today on Late Lunch best wishes for the next four days safe racing thanks for your time Jerry. Pleasure not at all thank, thank you. you Lock and we are there clerk of the course at Bellius Town and that brings to an end our outside broadcast late lunch from Bellius Town again thanks to everybody who I mentioned a few moments ago for bringing this together and to Bellius Town Races for hosting us here again this year half five two hours to go and they're on their way four great days of racing each evening get out here and enjoy it in beautiful weather it's something special almost 300 years of racing on the hill say goodbye to you from Bellius Town back at base tomorrow for another late launch and we leave you yes this place will be always on your mind if you come here it's the pet shop boys see you tomorrow 1.30 for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.